Welcome to Getting Personal with Daphne Bugler and Isabella Hobbs, your go-to podcast for all things emotional. Tune in weekly as we're joined by familiar faces from the worlds of sport, music, film, activism, and everywhere in between to talk about how emotions have shaped people's lives. This week, our guest is an actor who joins us straight off the back of the release of the Netflix film All Together Now, where he made his debut film role as Chad. Based on the book Sorta Like a Rockstar by Matthew Quick, he proved himself a star to look out for as he acted alongside names such as Ali'i Crivellio, Carol Burnett and an incredibly talented cast. He has also previously guest starred on the TBS show Angie Tribeca, modelled for campaigns with Target and walked in New York Fashion Week. Originally from Tennessee, he moved to California in 2015 to pursue an acting career. Shortly after arriving in LA, he was involved in an accident which injured his spinal cord, leaving him paralysed from the waist down and reliant on a wheelchair. Despite his doctors telling him it was unlikely he would ever regain movement again, in the last year he has regained most movement in his upper body and continues to progress. Our guest was an absolute joy to chat to. Um, Honestly, we can't express enough how big um, a fan of his we now are and how excited we are, not only to share this conversation, but just to see all of the incredible things that he does in the future. Um, And yeah, we're really, really thrilled to announce that he is um, joining us today. This week, we're getting personal with Gerald Isaac Waters. Um, So Gerald, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, It's really exciting to have you here. We've been very privileged to see a preview of your film all together now and you're wonderful yeah. have to say well done thank you, thank you. Thank um you. Just, good. It, it was really good we, we we thought it was so cute we loved it um but in your own words could you just like talk through to our listeners and to us like how did you get to making that film what's your journey been so far yeah so the journey uh to the film definitely got um began when i got the the sides of the script and my agent sent it to me and she was like, I just really think this would be a really good character. And she was like, I think this would be a really good opportunity. Um, she was like, check it out. So I read the scenes and I was like, no, I have to do this. Like, this is something I have to be a part of, you know? And so I went in and, and, and did the additional um, audition and got the call back. And I was like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, yes, like one step closer. Um, and so I called her and I was like, yo, like, do you think I can get the whole script? Like, I have to know what's going on. Like, it was just so enticing, you know, from those like three or four pages. And so she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. read the book. Cause it's based on a book, um, mm. sort of like a rock star. Um, and she was like, read the book. I'll work on the script and, and just prepare. And I was like, perfect. Dove head first in it, finished the book so quick. And I, I was like, I have to be a part of this. And so then we got to, you know, the final audition with, you know, Brett Haley in the room, the producers, the casting director, and we just worked one-on-one for like, I would say like 30, 35 minutes. And it was probably one of the best feelings I've ever felt in my life. You know, you show up, you do the homework and you just like feel really good when, you know, you're prepared and it's something you're passionate about. I walked out of the room and I called my agent and I was like, yo, if I don't get this, like I'm totally fine with what I just left in that room, you know? So it was just that whole feeling of like feeling, you know, accomplished 
and like fulfilled. And then I got the call and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. Um, yeah. And then we, they shipped us off to Portland for four weeks and I've never been to Portland in the fall, which was gorgeous. Um, and got to meet all the cast and the crew. And it was just, I, it was one of the most smooth, well ran projects I've ever been on. Everyone was excited to come to work. Everyone produced really good work, you know, as you saw. Um, and it was just a joy through and through. You could tell people were really enjoying themselves on and off screen and just like loved being a part of, and I think that that resonates really well with the film as well. You could tell that, you know, we were having a good time and the message is there and, and we really, as cheesy as it sounds, we were all in it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it was great. It was, it was, it was amazing. I journaled every night. I'm that guy. I'm like, today was a great day. <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, the impression I gathered from you and from the rest of the cast, from Ali and Renzi, was that there was this feeling of love and friendship in that group of characters on the screen. Mm -hmm. They're all so supportive of each other and of each other's passions and interests. It was, it was really lovely to see that really loving portrayal of friendship. Mm -hmm. um, how, how were the relationships off camera? Were they... Oh, it was very much, yeah, it was very much the same. I mean, Brett kind of, you know, the initial table read, he was like, listen, I want you guys to be best friends. So like get on a text thread right now and just start, you know, just blowing it up. And we sure did. And we were hanging, you know, we were hanging out, you know, offset in the green room, just like playing games and like goofing off. And, and yeah, no, I have like five best friends now, you know, so it's, so it's great. You know, we've kind of been like messaging each other as everything starts to unveil and come out and stuff. So yeah, it's just as supportive, if not more, you know, outside of, you know, the film than, than it was, you know, inside. Um, so yeah, so it was just really, really cool to kind of like meet with them and just hang out with them. Cause you know, um, the girl that plays my sister in the film, Taylor, she and I were like in the same hotel and we were just like grab lunch and like grab dinner and, and just like hang out. You know, we were over there for um, Halloween and we all like got pumpkins and like decorated pumpkins for Halloween and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it was really, really cool just to like end up just literally shooting a movie with your friends and best friends at that point. So it was great. Mm. And this um, is your first feature length film, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first one. So I'm like, Woo! <laughs> what a great experience to have oh, those sure. like lovely relationships come out of your kind of your first time being on that on that sure. huge platform. I know I was like so I was like is this happening like is this real? <laughs> so yeah, so I'm just like really grateful and like super blessed, you know, for this to to kind of be my introduction into you know hopefully a long career, you know. So yeah, no, it's been it's been really really cool. It's been great. Um. Something I'd love to know. So what we do a lot is we talk about like emotions and we go through the kind of like five key emotions that we've picked out. So with where you are right now, like you're right about to have this big film launch. Like it's your big sort of like introduction to feature films and like, I guess, Netflix. And um, what, what kind of emotions are you feeling right now? Are you feeling anything like fear as well? And the kind of like the fact that you're going from I guess there's a lot that comes with an acting career and that comes with like the platform and that comes with the visibility and the fact that you're in front of so many people. Is there any kind of apprehension you have 
as you get close to that kind of film dropping about look at this could actually like change your life in a way right i i i definitely understand what you're saying it's definitely i'm super ecstatic first of all so that i'm just like oh my god you know what i mean but yeah i definitely feel like there's that you know that that sense of like almost anxiety type thing you're like kind of like stepping into the unknown where you're like, I don't know how this is going to happen or how this is going to play out. So you have that little bit of like nervousness of like, you know, what's next or how is it going to be received or, you know what I mean? Like, are, you know, are people going to like it? You know what I mean? So there's definitely that, that, you know, kind of cloud of, of anxiety, but you kind of, what I do, you kind of have to like, separate yourself from that and just like live in the good and the now and you're like no like I'm blessed to be able to do this and and blessed to be a part of a great film and and just have that excitement build in and be like no this is actually happening like we're doing this like day by day um so yeah there's definitely that sense of um I don't want to say anxiety but you know what I mean this kind of like that unknowing aspect of like we don't know where this is going to go type deal, but it's important to listen to that because I feel like that's important of like knowing, keeping your emotions in check and knowing what you're doing and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, you got to like kind of talk yourself through that. Be like, yeah, everything's going to be okay. Like it's going to be fine. You know, you've gotten this far, you're going to go so much further. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely that couple emotions there if that answers your question mm. yeah no <laughs> okay yeah I think fear of the unknown is something that we've encountered a lot with um, other guests that we've interviewed and with ourselves like that can be the scariest thing mm-hmm. um, if we delve deeper into that into that emotion of fear what what generally does fear mean to you do you get a lot of that anxiety and fear in your life or like you said are you just committed to like living in the now and like just keep striving forward i think it's you know i think it's both parts actually i i I think i try not to live in fear but obviously you know that's something that we're going to come across you know any and every day of our lives you know and so i think it's yeah like fear for me is just like you know when when my whole accident happened and you know five years ago and and you know, life changed dramatically. So there, there's that whole, you know, other side of fear where you're like being told no a lot and limitations. And so you kind of have to like take that and just kind of, for me, let it fuel yourself to project yourself forward. You know what I mean? I am, I am by nature a very optimistic person. And so, um, I'm like, I'm always the happy guy that people kind of make fun of. They're like, oh my God, he's like so happy all the time. <laughs> but, but uh, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Because, yeah. They're like, ugh, like, I'm like, it's yeah, so I, good though. Yeah, it yeah, is. It's, it's a good way to be. Yeah. It's a great way to be. And like, I get it. It can be a little overwhelming at times. But at the same time, you know, for me, the opposite is even more scary. You know what I mean? Letting yourself sit in that negativity space and, and, and that, and, you know, letting yourself live in fear, it just gets really dark and ugly. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of like let that fuel me to like push myself even further forward. Um, 
so yeah it's just it's just a lot so that's kind of what that's i kind of use if i if i'm truly fearful of something i kind of like sit down and I'm like all right cool why is this happening and, and and what's the root of it so we can like hurry up and like address it and move past and move forward because i know where i'm going and i know where i want to go but i don't want to walk and live in fear so it's good to like mm as best as you can address that issue, get those tools, and that just helps you have a foundation to build, you know, to better success and happier life, love, mm. and all the great things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, you're such an inspiration, Gerald, because um, if we just kind of say to our listeners, you were in an accident which injured your spinal cord and the doctors told you, um, that you'd likely never regain that movement. So how do you go from hearing that kind of di diagnosis from your doctors that, like you said, it's very limiting, it's telling you no. How do you go from that to finding that determination and finding that strength um, to keep pursuing your ambitions and to keep going forward and with your physical therapy and to get where you are today? Like, how did you find that inner strength? Um, I, I say this a lot because it's, it's very true to me and it sounds so simple, but it's something that, that has really changed my life. I, I value my family and my friends so much. Um, I pour everything that I have into those relationships. And then when it came time, when, you know, at the darkest moment of my entire life, to have those people pour everything back into me really made the world of a difference. I have such a beautiful and amazing um, support system through my family and, and through the circle of friends and family that I've made out here in Los Angeles. Um, so they, they allow me to have that five, 10 minutes of like, yeah, life sucks right now. You know what I mean? Like you're not where you're, you thought at 16, 17 years old, you would be physically or, or anything else. So they allow me to have that and, and sit in that, but they're also like, yeah, but look how far you have come. You know what I mean? Look at, look at all the limitations that you've already broken and all the barriers that you've already overcome. So now that you've done that, everything else is possible. So I, I fully rely on, on my friends and my family to, to really help keep that fire burning and that passion going. Um, I definitely would not be here without them wholeheartedly. They have just been the best support system. And I think that's really key to um, like a piece of advice if I could give to people is, you know, it doesn't have to be a whole bunch of people. It doesn't even have to be immediate family. It's just someone that you have that close initial bond with to be like, Hey, I'm struggling right now. Like I'm really hurting and, and have them, help you talk through it and because once you speak that fear out loud you can hear it and then start to internalize it and work on it so just finding that one or you know two people to really like unload your burdens on that in itself is a huge step and then you guys get to work together and and get those tools to to move forward and succeed and conquer you know those inner demons if you will you know um, you kind of touched on it there. So you said you're in LA, right? Correct. At the moment. Yeah. So what was it like to, for you? I can only imagine like talking about fear 
moving to LA and taking that leap and kind of, I guess, taking that risk in a sense of like, you know, am I going to commit to this? Like, is this going to be my thing? Am I going to be an actor? And obviously now you've got, you know, this movie coming out and it's going well, but like at the time I can imagine there were so many unknowns and you were just like, do I take this leap? So what was that like for you? And what were the emotions going through your head? Were you terrified? Were you like, do you, did you have any moments of regret? Um, which time? Because I, I, I had to come out here twice, which was, <laughs> which was in itself. So the first time I moved out here when I was, uh, I was 20, I was fresh out of, you know, I was in my freshman year of um, community college and got to audition for this great school out here in Los Angeles. And, and that moved me out here. And initially in that point, I was Superman. You couldn't touch me. I was like, I'm doing this. I sold my truck for first and last month's rent. And I came out here and I thought I was just going to conquer the world. And, and every, everything was my oyster. Um, so like I definitely, you know, came out here and, and very fresh blood and like didn't really know how anything worked coming from a small town in Tennessee. Just like very green. Um, but like very excited and confident, you know what I mean? And, and I came out here and made relationships. And then um, 25th, July 2015 is when my accident happened. Um, I was sitting on the railing of, uh, of my balcony and ended up falling backwards um, onto concrete. And, and that's where I um, ended up breaking my neck. And that's where the spinal cord injury came. So I spent the next six, four to six months in intensive ICU out here in California. Then I moved back to Tennessee because, you know, I had to be under the care of my parents. And so that kind of feeling of starting over and, you know, talk about regret. You're like, why did I, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda's kicked in. And, and you're just kind of like feeling really low and like, kind of like, like down on yourself and you're like, well, here we are. We have to start from scratch. You know what I mean? Um, because I, I relied, my parents were my caretakers. You know, when I moved back home, they were feeding me, bathing me, clothing me, all of it. And so, you know, we kind of started getting adjusted to that whole new life and that whole new schedule. And then I'm talking to my friends out here in LA, they're checking in and they were like, Gerald, you know, when, when can we expect you back here? Cause we know this is where you belong and this is, this is where you want to be. I'm like, guys, I don't know if that's, that's an option. And they were like, why not? Why can't you, who says you can't pursue your acting career and your passion? Who, what's to stop you? I'm thinking, all right. Okay. All right. So we get those juices flowing. I'm feeling, you know, starting to get my head, you know, back what this looks like. And, I went to my physical therapist and was like, I want to move back to LA. How do I make that happen? She was like, uh, first of all, let's getting, let's get you clothing yourself. You know what I mean? Let's start taking those independent steps. We came up with a list and within a year and a half checked everything off. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go back out there and finish what I started. Cause I didn't want to abandon the life and the, and the friendships and the, seed that I planted out here. I didn't want to abandon that just because life got thrown upside down. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm definitely going back. My parents did not like that whatsoever. Um, cause I'm the youngest three. I'm the only boy. And my mom was like, uh, no, <laughs> you are not going back to the place that almost killed you. 
And, um, but I was like, yeah, no, I am. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what it looks like. Um, and, and I did. I, I came back out here with more determination and more of a tunnel focus, I believe, um, than I moved out here initially, um, which has been, you know, I had, I had better access to more physical therapy out here. Um, and then, you know, acting out here as well. So long story short, <laughs> um, both times were different. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it was almost, um, two lives, you know? So definitely the second time moving out here was definitely more determination for not only myself, but everyone else to prove everyone wrong. I'm the type of person where you tell me, no, I can't. I'm like, Oh, but I can. And I'm going to now despite you, you know? So yeah, it just kind of fueled this fire and this drive in me where I was like, let's do it. Let's see what happens. I'm, I'm ready for a challenge. You know what I mean? So that's that whole gig. <laughs> well, Gerald, I have to say your, your sheer determination and your positivity is, it is really, truly inspiring. I, I completely commend you for that. Absolutely. And the way you speak um, of your family and your friends, like that support network is you can really feel the love that they have shown you. So if we explore that idea of love and that emotion of love, could you tell us about um, what that means to you? What experiences or memories or stories that you have connected to the idea of love? I think, yeah, love is, it's, you know, it's such a big loaded word. You know what I mean? You hear it and your mind goes everywhere. You're like, what, you know, what, what is, what is love and, and, and what kind of attachment are we putting towards it? I just, you know, as, again, as cheesy as it sounds, I was always raised home is where the heart is. You know what I mean? Where, where you feel the most connected and the most at peace, you know, that's, that's where you're home. And that's, that's that inner kind of sigh of just like, you know what I mean? I can just relax, just like be myself, you know, walls down. I think that's what love is for myself, you know, being able to be vulnerable with, you know, with someone and be able to go from crying to angry to laughing, you know, all in, you know, a span of a conversation with someone and not be judged or, or, um, and just be like, yeah, I hear you. That's valid. Sure. Let's, you know, let's work through it together. Um, so just, you know, and that's what I've found, you know, in this circle of friends that I've, that I've surrounded myself with are these genuine people who just want to see you succeed. You know, they just want to hear about the good days. They want to hear about the bad days. How can I fix it type deal? You know, um, and, and that's what I've really surrounded myself with. And it's, to me, I found important to, to make those connections and, and to surround yourself with that people because you are, you know, that, that sets a whole nother chain of events off, you know, by the, the energy you surround yourself with. So if there's that love and there's that, hey, we're rooting for you, let me know how it goes or, Hey, haven't heard from you in a couple of days. Just want to check in. How is everything? You know, once you have that support system and, and, and that really connection of just true 
love and just happiness. It makes you feel like you can conquer the world, you know? So if that answers your question. Yeah, completely. (laughs) I, I totally agree. I think I could honestly talk about my friendships all the live long day like romantic love it gets boring like no time for that (laughs) but like talking about my girlfriends and like my best friends (laughs) that is you're right it's that support network and when you find that that special group it doesn't have to be huge it it can just be one person but when you've got that support network that is that unconditional love Mm. like I know I could do anything and my friends will always be there to support me, to help me, to and to love me. Yeah. Pick um, up the pieces, rebuild, and, yeah. you know, let's yeah. go, you know. You're so right, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'd love to know, so you're so optimistic. I know we've touched on that already, but, like, you've got this, like, great positive vibe, which is just so nice. Um, um, I'd love to know kind of, like, I guess, what, does happiness mean to you? And is there a moment that you could like pick out to us where you felt really, truly that sense of joy or happiness? Um, and like, what did that come from? And what does that mean to you? Hmm. Happiness to me is just, you know, when your cheeks hurt and you start smiling because you've been smiling so much and your eyes disappear, you know, cause you're just like, you just got, Oh, I'm so guilty of it. Like, I have like a smile where I'm like, hey. And then like I have my true smile where like my <laughs> eyes disappear, my cheeks are red. I just like from ear to ear, I'm like, oh my God. I get a vein bulging on oh, my forehead. Yeah. That's yeah. when you know that I'm really happy. <laughs> like right down here. Like I have yeah. like happy lines everywhere. Um, but it's just, that, I don't know. Do you just get this like, just like all these like butterflies and you're just like, yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's, and that, that comes again, just with like true, you know, unconditional, like you were saying, just like inner peace and connection and just like, you know, vibing with someone. So happiness would, you know, would, you know, again, I'm just going to circle back to it. Happiness is just kind of like being, feeling like you're at home. You know what I mean? That's when you're your best self, you're relaxed, you're chilling, you're not doing anything. Um, and you're just just radiating joy and it's like positive and because it comes infectious, you know what I mean? Once you start, like when you're hanging around with somebody that, you know, you just like feel good and you're happy with, and you guys start laughing about one thing and the next though, everyone's just kind of looking and just like kind of smiling, you know what I mean? So it's just like really infectious. And I think that's first of all, something everyone needs at this point, you know what I mean? And then um, uh, a moment where I was truly happy I, so again, in, in this physical journey that I'm currently on, like regaining muscle memory and sensation and everything, um, actually happened not too long ago. And it's the smallest thing, but I tell you what, I have never been more relieved and more happy in my entire life. Well, one of the moments in my entire life. And it's, I can't, I don't have um, a lot of function in my hands as of yet. That's part of the, you know, the energy or um, injury level. And so like grasping things is really, is really frustrating (laughs) to say the least. And I'm just like doing my, you know, my daily ritual. I'm like, do, 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 do. I'm like, get my coffee, whatever. And I, out of nowhere, just like, 
I guess, uh, what's the word, routine, grabbed the refrigerator door, opened it up, grabbed the Brita filter, and next thing I know, like, it's in my hand, like, fully grasped, and I was like, <gasps> my roommate comes running in, I was like, look, it's in my <laughs> hand, it's not falling, you know? And he's just like, oh yeah, buddy, that, that, that's great. There's like water splashing everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, all right, so like, let's clean that up. <laughs> so it's like, you know, happiness comes for me in like those little small moments, you know, that that's so unexpected. And it's like, takes your entire day from like, okay, yeah, like today's kind of fun and chill. So I'm like calling any and everyone that'll answer my phone. I'm like, just picked up the Brita. Don't worry. <laughs> you say that's a small moment, but yeah. that seems like that's such a huge step in, in your cool. journey. That's incredible. Right? Oh, yeah. No, it's the amount of texts that my poor family have gotten just to be like, picked up a carrot today, you know, since then. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I'm trying to learn to tie my shoes, you know. So it's – um so – Happiness to me has has kind of been coming out of the little small moments, um, kind of like that. So it kind of also kind of takes you back, and you're kind of like, man, all all that kind of stuff, you know, you kind of really take for granted, and you don't even really recall or or think about. You just kind of like, woo, you know. So it, so that's kind of that's been really fun in in this <clears throat> excuse me in this journey that I've kind of found myself on is like really learning to appreciate the small things you know so it's it's been fun that's so interesting that you, the, you say that yeah <laughs> each interview we because like sometimes you ask someone a moment of happiness it, it's very overwhelming and they think oh my gosh let me talk about my wedding day or the birth of my first child or or, right. or this huge step but we Daphne and I always talk about finding happiness in the little moments the little mm -hmm. victories and like trying to kind of go from one to the other like that's how I think you overall for me at least stay positive and stay happy is for, for, take, sure. for taking joy in the smallest of things like it doesn't have to be a, a huge moment it can be um watching your new film all together right. now like that brought me a lot of joy that made me really yeah, happy that's so much happier <laughs> right oh no that, I mean that is definitely I, I I mean when I when I got to see it too my I was up you know I was upstairs with my best friend Vanessa and I got I got the email that that we had the link and she was like we're doing this right we're, we're getting set up we're making it a movie theater in here Get and I'm just like the whole, the whole time I'm just like rocking and I'm like are we done yet like is everything set up you know what I mean <laughs> that must be so is it is it like weird seeing yourself on screen and like seeing like so this is Netflix incredibly <laughs> weird the whole time I was like if my 12 year old self could see me now you know what I mean <laughs> but also at the same time it's just so great to see you know like the director's vision and how everything came about and being like oh by the way like da 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 da, -da at this part and da -da, you know what I mean just like giving little kind of like uh behind the scenes scoops to her and before you know it, I don't even think it was like 15 minutes in, the both of us are just sobbing. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. I was like, I love you. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, that's a whole nother 
I think that's a whole nother level of, of happiness as well is like actually seeing something that you've, you've worked for follow through and, and like kind of seeing it in result and just kind of be like, wow, like, you just kind of like feel, you know, good about yourself. You know what I mean? Not in a boastful, prideful way, but you're just kind of like, wow, like you did it. You know what I mean? Like you prove people wrong. You, you, you've set a goal and you've achieved it. And, and, and now you get to watch this beautiful masterpiece, you know, work and, and, you know, play out, so to speak. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that was a whole, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> like that's weird. <laughs> I, I, I think it's something that like, I don't think I'll ever get used to. Um, just kind of like my, yeah. Cause the, um, the graphic is on Netflix right now. Um, Cause it'll be like, Oh, all together now um, coming soon. And my sister texted me this morning. She was like, well, uh, your nephew saw you on Netflix and wants to play it. And I have to tell him that it's not coming out till, you know, next <laughs> week and G, G, G. And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, so yeah. So it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's cool. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, I'd love to know, like, there's so many kind of your cast is full of incredible people and, um, some of them as well like have so much experience in the industry or like like there's some extraordinary people so did any of them give you any advice or what was the kind of like did you learn anything from being around those people who maybe have been doing it for like a long time some of them even like right? I, there's I, I a lot of experience there yeah that's a lot of experience there which is you know at first kind of was intimidating but then everyone was like so chill and down to earth that it honestly just became cool just to kind of hang out and, and be able to talk with him. First of all, Ali'i is incredible. To watch that woman work is just insane. She, I'm so happy and proud for her. And then Renzi, this is his, you know, it's a very good film for him as well. Um, very stand out and step out for him. And so just to watch those two really dig deep and really just like work on and off camera, like, the, the girl that plays my sister, Taylor, and I, we'd just be, like, watching. We're just, like, proud parents. We're just like, oh, my God, you know? And then, you know, <laughs> meeting Taylor and, and watching her kill it, and just kind of, like, it kind of, like, gives you that motivation to be, like, all right, cool. Like, everyone's stepping up their game, and you have to step it up, you know what I mean? So it was, it was really, really cool just to watch, like, really good hard work happen and, and really witness that. And then working, you know, got to meet Judy Rays, which was – amazing um and then um i love her i love her and then having lunch with fred armison just like getting to sit there and talk with him and and just real joke around with him and and kind of just like you kind of work up the courage to be like oh by the way like i love so and so and he's like oh thanks that's great you know you kind of like find yourself talking about it for a little bit um but i don't know like like the biggest piece of advice I, I think I, I, I got from it was just, um, you know, you just got to trust yourself. You got to trust the work and, and really know that, you know, what you're doing is valid and important. Even the smallest thing is, you know, the biggest thing in a film. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of what, you know, I, I put a lot of expectations on myself and I tend to overanalyze and overstress. 
myself. So I think hearing them just be like, just take a breath. Like hard work's over. You've, you've done your work. You're prepared. Just trust yourself. Just, just enjoy it. And I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and I feel like, you know, again, that can always be circled back to whatever you're doing, you know, in your life, just, you know, trusting that inner voice and be like, you got this, we've gotten this far and, and let that, you know, power you through. So, yeah. So just trusting yourself, I think, yeah, would have to be one of the coolest and like best pieces of advice that I've got and that I will carry on with everything that I do in the future. That's definitely good life advice. Like not even specific to acting right? or film, but like to trust yourself, mm -hmm. to trust your instincts, to mm -hmm believe that you can do this right i think that's that's fantastic then it like gives uh, you that, that bit of confidence to kind of be like all right cool you know what i mean like you have that self inner you know confidence you're like i can do this in, in just whatever you're doing in life you know mm. grabbing the brita filter <laughs> grab life by the brita filter right we that should get sponsored <laughs> why are we sponsored by brita filter by now we should be next, after this episode next you know next we'll time we come pool. on we all have brita hats <laughs> yes i love that Here for it. so if we um let's think about so all this confidence and all this positivity that just kind of oozes out of you that you've obviously you're you're choosing to be positive you're working hard at it it is like a muscle to kind of mm. work every day do you ever get feelings of anger or frustration either at your situation things that you've been through or are you always constantly choosing not to feel angry but to look at the positives no absolutely i mean the anger is definitely there you know what i mean and the frustration you know, every day, every day you get frustrated and you kind of just like, you know, like it can be overwhelming at times to where, and that, you know, and then we'll circle back. And that's, that's when I call Vanessa and I'm like, I just like, I'm having a day, <laughs> nothing's going right. I've dropped everything that I've tried to pick up. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, but I, I, I too think that's part of life, right? Like, and you need, like, frustration is always going to be there. Anger is always going to be there. You know what I mean? So it's, it definitely gets very, very frustrating. Um, you know, like even, you know, doing little things to tackling the big things, it's just, you know, it, and it's, it's very a conscious decision to be like, don't get worked up. You know what I mean? Just like, try and stay focused on the positive here you know what i mean so it definitely is you know an everyday conscious choice that i seem like you know that i felt has gotten easier as the time has gone by you know what i mean but i mean it's definitely kind of switching your mind and, and and that mindset of like okay it's bad but it could be worse you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah so i'm into yeah frustrations Definitely. But also at the same time, I think, you know, going back and like using those as, as, or choosing to use those as, as tools to, you know, push yourself forward has gotten me, you know, into in some, you know, successful ways and like some, some really successful um, mindset. You know what I mean? 
So yeah, I, I and I know it's easier said than done. Just be like, oh, just make sure make yourself happy, you know. Just switch it to positivity. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's something that I have found like every day, or you know, I try to every day. You know, if I'm like feeling that feeling of frustrations and I have five minutes, type it out on my phone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this really sucks. This situation is rough you know, and, and then you have it on your phone and then you get to press the delete button and it kind of just goes away. You know what I mean? You get it out of your mind and, and out of your body really and, and onto something and you just get to swipe it away. And I'm just like, all right, you know what I mean? So like little simple stuff like that, that I've had like have picked up and, and, and has helped me really get through some stuff because I, I've, I felt as soon as I can get that frustration on a piece of paper or, you know, like out on my notes or something, and I can physically be able to take it and, and, and wad it up or throw it away or, or push a button and, and it goes away. It kind of like helps me get it out of my mind and out of my body and be like, all right, cool, next, you know? <laughs> so yeah, frustrations are, are definitely there, but it's, it's, you know, it's been interesting and, and fun little ways to kind of work through them and kind of help, you know, hopefully someone else through the process as well. That with the, um, the phone notes when you're deleting that, that's such good advice because I think Daphne's given me advice in the past um, about visualizing like the trash can and mm -hmm. it's like whatever's in your head, oh my god, yes, put things who, in the bin. whoever's in yeah. your head, <laughs> take it out and like really visualize <laughs> right? like this horrible kind of bin and just put it in there, wheel it away, and yeah. it's, it really does work. I'd love to know like all of these emotions that um, you feel and you feel so intensely and that you've kind of told us about. Um, do they in any ways when you're like acting and trying to like channel these different characters, characters, not characters, sorry. Um, when you're trying to channel these characters, is that something that you draw upon directly your experience? And are they, is it kind of a way that you can almost appreciate the emotions because they're helping you? Do they help you with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, like channeling, <clears throat> excuse me, being able to channel those frustrations and those, you know, those anger times of like, I just, did, I recently got an audition, um, during quarantine and luckily my friend was, you know, staying with me and it was a very deep, heavy script. Oh man, I wanted it so bad. You know what I mean? I was like, this is perfect. I know him. I've, I've been through this stuff and like you were saying, really taking those time, being able to recall on that, getting that emotion and, and, and kind of bringing that into this character was so fun. I think I worked on that self tape for like eight, nine hours and just was like, really just was like, we're, we're in my room. And it, it, at this point it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm, I'm red in the face and I'm, da, 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 da. you know, I'm, 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 you know, going at it with the camera and my friend's just reading it and she's like flipping the page and she's getting into it. <laughs> we get done and, and we're like, wow, like that, we're all pumped. We're like, that was so great. She was like, she's crying. And I'm like, that felt so good. We come out here and my roommate's like, you guys done? <laughs> <laughs> have you finished yet <laughs> yeah so um but, but in a way too it's really therapeutic if you you know you know what I mean you kind of like get to to really kind of like go back to to that moment if, if you've healed and done the tools and stuff 
to, and to really like dive into it and, and really remember where you were and, and kind of really like be able to recall that and bring it back. Um, to me is fun. Like I've, I had a lot of fun. I didn't get it, but at the same time I was, again, I was okay with it because the amount of time we spent on it and what I felt was and believe was really good work and how she felt and us just like collaborating was part of the best was the best part of the process for me. You know what I mean? So that's what I love. It was just, it was, that's why I, ugh, I don't know. That's why I love what I do. You know what I mean? Just like having that really good sense of, you know, again, going in, doing your homework, being prepared and, and just like really giving it your all and being able to step away and be like, whew, man, that was fun. And, and I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? Again, not in a boastful way, but just to be like, that, that just felt really good. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's definitely been fun to be able to, um, to use those emotions and to really like bring that sense of, um, what's the word? to kind of bring it out and be like, Oh, something good came out of that anger. You know what I mean? Something good came out of that depression. You know what I mean? Like it, it was able to like go back on it and work in it and, and put it into this character. And, and now like, you know, I I've produced something good um, and productive out of it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was, that was a lot of, a lot of fun. That, that one. <laughs> So if we could move on, I think, and touch on the last emotion we'd like to talk about today is the emotion of sadness. Okay. So for you, I know we've spoken about how you're constantly using experiences, taking the positives from them, but when do you ever just allow yourself to be truly vulnerable, to feel that sadness? Um, and could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I think, you know, I think it's, again, it's something that I, I, it's one of those inevitable feelings that are, that are going to come up and arise. And, excuse me. And it's, um, yeah, it's just another one that you really have to like, to really allow yourself to feel and, and to process, you know what I mean? So to allow yourself to, to have those walls down and, and to, be like, man, like I'm just like really sad right now. And, and to know that that's okay to, to feel that way. You know what I mean? That's, that's a valid, um, emotion to have. And I think it's really important too, um, to be able to, to again, circling back, you know, even to call someone and be like, I'm just like really sad today. And like, here's going, here's why. And, and here's, you know, here's why I'm feeling like this. And, 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 and I just, you know, really need help or I've done this on several occasions, you know, you get yourself in front of a mirror and you kind of have to talk yourself through it. Sometimes there's not those, you know, there's not always that person that's, you know, available at that time or, or you don't really feel like talking to anyone else. So you kind of just like have to have that conversation with yourself and be like, I see you and, and we're going to get through this. You know what I mean? But I think, you know, my, my grandmother is really, she's a person I call quite often. And, uh, she's, you know, she tells me that it's very important to, to allow yourself to feel those things because even for the briefest moment, 
that you allow yourself to feel sad. She was like, you're dealing with it and you're not pushing it down because you no, know, the more you push it down, the more, you know, that's the more dangerous it gets, you know, because then it's just going to unravel and unload and you're just overwhelmed. It, it seems like. So that's, that's kind of been a hard piece of advice to really adhere to because who wants to allow themselves to be sad? You know, who wants to allow themselves to, to feel that vulnerable, but it's, you know, there's also, there's also kind of a peace that kind of comes over to you after you've had a really good cry, you know, that kind of cry you feel where like you just, it's an ugly cry. You're either by yourself or someone's holding your hand and they're just like, it's going to be okay. And, and kind of just, you know, you kind of just like, then you just look at them and you guys just start laughing. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? You've, you've been there and, and that kind of release you feel afterwards, you're just like, man, like, I needed that, you know, because it's, it's about like, again, being able to release that and being able to be, you know, allowing yourself to be there, that vulnerable and, and just feeling it. It just, I don't know. It's, I think it's almost, you know, as important as the other emotions, you know, because like we said, it's going to come there and it's going to come up no matter what, you know? So if, you know, if you feel, you know, strong enough and, and ready to, to get some tools and to really, allow yourself to do that. I think it's, I think it's key. And I think it's really helped me personally, you know, again, I'm, I'm saying everything with my personal um, experiences. It's really helped me uh, get through a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and I, um, <laughs> there's a meme where it's like, <laughs> where it says, it was like, um, I'm the type of person who puts on a sad song to feel even sadder. And I was like, <laughs> that is so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like putting on Marley and me sometimes and my roommates. Yes. Like oh my like God. Pitch, when you need to like, cry. Yeah. Black and I'm just like, <laughs> just, Oh my God. He's like, why in the world? I was like, I just needed to cry. But I definitely been guilty of doing that before too. You know what I mean? So I get it. It's there and it's, you know, it's scary, but also too, I think it's, you know, I think it's important. I really do. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us this has honestly been yeah, so good so thank you so much appreciate it for taking the thank time thank you Joe. and letting me talk your guys' ear off for a little bit Thanks for listening to Getting Personal. Don't forget you can like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And give us a review and a rating. It helps other listeners find us in the charts. We'll see you next time.